And welcome. Welcome to the No Name Yet podcast. That is the podcast with no name. And on tonight's show is the other guy on the show, Mo. Everybody just got to decide what with me but you know <laughs> what's up how are you doing i'm actually doing really well the weather is is better but not where i want it to be so you know new york for you right that's right it's only we're not in may yet yeah that's true and it was only a few years ago that i went down to see the mets play the first week of may and it snowed on our heads. Really? Yes. That's hilarious. Uh, I guess it is now. It wasn't then. It was it cold was, out, out of your ass, huh? It was one out of the of worst I ever took. Had yeah. shorts on and everything, huh? Wow. I went with the, uh, uh, went with the uh, Scotia Glenville Democrats on a wage. You know what was great? I would have loved to be there because you already know I wear hoodies and everything because I'm always mm-hmm. cold. So I would have been naturally prepared while all of you would just No, you 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 would have froze. You would have frozen. It was I that was bad, freezing. huh? I was prepared and I was freezing. <laughs> we were we were sitting on the Pepsi porch and okay. uh leave it leave it to the Democrats to nickel and dime. So we were on the uh uh Pepsi porch. Uh, I'm like, oh, the Pepsi porch, you know, sounds special until you get there. And what a Pepsi porch translates to in City Field is the farthest away you can be from home plate. <laughs> so we were snowed on. The Mets played the worst game I ever saw them uh, play live. Yeah. I couldn't really even see it. They looked like, you know, like T-ball players because they were so far away. And wow. uh, and I was on a bus with a bunch of Democrats, and um, um, yeah, become a Republican and spend all your money, you would have got well, better. Not anything, any uh, now. I'm, <laughs> I'm a registered independent. I don't know if I do see now. myself uh, aligning with a party ever again, but we'll see what happens. We'll hmm. see who's in the uh, primaries. I am tempted. To re-register as a Democrat to vote for Robert Kennedy. Um, You know, I am kind of tempted to register Republican to participate in their primary election. You know, since in the state of New York, you know, you can't vote for who you want. Uh, The parties have convinced judges that it's a matter of their free speech, that people have to register to their party to participate in their um in their primary uh, which doesn't make any sense they're private corporations running public elections right no not at all so wait are we getting some new uh, uprunners for the parties now cuz you said Robert Kennedy yeah Robert F Kennedy Jr yeah has announced as a candidate Marianne Williamson has announced as a candidate to run against Joe Biden Okay. And uh, so far with the Republicans, uh, Trump has announced, Nikki Haley has announced. I don't know if Mike Pompeo has announced or not, but mm-hmm. he said he 
monster run, I think. And then uh, DeSantis, I don't think has announced, but maybe. Right. But he looks like, yeah, he looks like he's doing tours. And a lot of people have pointed out that you don't do tours unless you're running. Right, right. Yeah, I actually, hmm. I actually considered him as a possibility, but he already lost my vote. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Once he started doing the whole, you know, woke thing, it was like, oh, nope, nope, nope. He basically became his own version of woke, and I was like, I'm not down for it. Yeah. Um, I I don't like what he's doing as as far as like the anti woke legislation and and stuff like that. Uh. But what uh, what was the deciding factor for me was he had made comments that he might, you know, run on an anti-war agenda. Uh, I guess he was taken to task and walked it back and started uh, spouting uh, talking points that uh, the Warhawks in Washington stopped repeating about a year ago about mm. the Ukraine war. So I'm like, well... He obviously does not have a backbone no. uh, that he can do uh, a 180 like that and not even do it well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one one of my things for him was the uh, when he took out the books out of schools mm-hmm. and on an education level right now, there's a lot of teachers that are suffering, right, you know, due to the violence and, and support on um, poor support and they, they just don't have access they don't have a strong library right now basically empty because they're creating this whole system to check for wokeness you know so any and every book is pretty much gone before they even allow any books to come back to schools and be um public schools and be used so yeah that type of stress on educators is i i'm just not excited for i'm not happy for that's unnecessary yeah, I'm tired of seeing there's people. nobody to vote for because yeah. you know the federal Democrats are you know trying to pass laws where they can censor people more. I mean they've been caught. The Twitter files have documented the censorship they've already done and yeah. through social media platforms. So you know both parties are censoring uh our you know this republic, this democratic republic is has gone down the tubes. I don't think there's any turning back at this point. So every day that we can speak freely, uh, I guess we should be grateful for it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if anybody believes that any of the federal politicians are defending democracy, uh, you really need, you really need to do some soul searching and a little <laughs> bit more research. And stop watching the mainstream. You're being, you're being duped. You're being duped. Real hard. Real yeah. So, uh, you know, we we beginning been beginning the the episode the same way uh, with uh, checking out what I'm drinking uh, during the episode. Uh, here he goes. And um, so, I what, what I have here is a as another sparkling natural mineral water from a once prosperous nation that now is just a mere vassal of the United States. And, uh, you know, uh, now here's a country that uh, was very industrious and, uh, you know, its industry is just going down the toilet because it can barely provide enough uh, electricity and gas 
uh, because the United States blew up its pipeline. So from the once great nation of Germany, oh, uh, now uh, <laughs> just uh, kind of a placeholder on the map of Europe, we have, and I'm not sure how to say this, but uh, I'm going to say uh, either Jerome Steiner or Harold Steiner. Yay! Well, here we go. Rolsteiner, sparkling, natural, mineral water, the highest mineral content, perfectly balanced taste. And a beautiful glass bottle, simple label. So let's give this a, a little try. And When the uh, bombs oh, fall, okay. we know where Pasha is going to be at. <laughs> Okay, well, that's kind of interesting the way that came off. All right. Oh, so. did Germany do something wrong with their labels with their high tech behind? No, no, it just it just felt like like the pressure of the gases may have pushed up the top. So here we go. Oh, the bubbles this are small. Is... Wow. This, this you know, great. people, you all really want to see this like me, don't you? This this is fantastic. You just. Mm, 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 mm. Choke on it. That's nice. Well, Germany, Germany did a great job. Yeah, well, wherever they pumped this out of did a nice job. So I guess we could credit the Germans because I guess they need as much hope as possible. I mean, they'll be I. Right. They're clever. They're a clever country. Well, Very it was clever. a warm winter, so no, they didn't freeze this winter. But that's. If, yeah, you know, it's a hard winter next winter. I think they're people are saying that they're going to be in uh, a lot of trouble, but mm. what can you well, I pray for them? I don't wish nothing bad on anybody. For them. Yeah, we don't want we want we don't want anybody to freeze. Yeah, Pastor wants his sparkling water. Yeah, they'll have to start eating instant bratwurst. <laughs> Wow. So, uh, well, I guess I guess where we're going next is um, I just want to announce I'm going to be taking a two week break. Uh, next week uh, we'll be playing uh, an episode of uh, church videos. I think it was maybe from a couple years ago. Okay. Oh, and uh, Mo. Uh, Gritty and Justin were on that episode where we watched uh, funny church videos. And uh, then the next week, I may try to do a taste test or, or something to post something. But uh, the reason why I'm taking this two week break is that next week, May 7th, will be my last Sunday as pastor of St. James African Methodist Episcopal Church. And it will be also the last day that I will be a, an ordained itinerant elder within the AME Church also. He is uh, escaping the Negroes. I've resigned as pastor and I'm handing in my ordination. And uh, I... Um, starting... Uh, May 8th, I have Episcopal protection uh, with the Catholic Apostolic Church of North America. I'll be ordained a deacon uh, 
on May 21st, and then sometime in November, I will be ordained a priest. And oh. uh, for those, uh, the reason why I'm leaving the AME Church uh, is for a number of reasons, including uh, some uh, declining uh, health numbers from uh, physical to physical, and uh, the traveling back and forth between uh, Schenectady and Utica has been uh, is, is 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 gotten to the point where it's really uh, tiring me out. At seventy miles uh, every weekend, back and forth, a total of one hundred forty miles, and uh, but the grease that. Uh, uh, aided me in coming to my decision was that the AME Church is currently going through two scandals, uh, one of which is that there are $90 million missing from uh, the retirement system. And uh, our former bishop, uh, Bishop Gregory Ingram, uh took a $600,000 worth of uh, payments from a land developer who uh, was not following through with contracts to do work on five properties within the New York annual conference. And uh, I came to a point where I felt that the leadership of the AME church was not serious uh, about its fiduciary responsibility, and I couldn't, in good conscience, uh, ask people to continue to give to an organization that doesn't take its responsibilities seriously. So uh, for those people who are staying in the AME Church, which I do view as uh, a significant and important American institution. Um, those that have expressed the desire to make changes from within, I ask the Lord, our Savior, to empower them to make those changes and uh, to return a potentially great organization to greatness. Uh, but... Uh, I cannot be a part of it. I think you just you just had a bunch of liberal people just going ninety million dollars. Hold on, let me start going to church. <laughs> <laughs> you conservatives are like, yeah, yeah, we can make some real good investments over here. I know the blacks had that much money to take. Oh man, they there's some smart ones out here. Oh, you just set us up. Well, I will not be there. Uh, my ties will not be going to this organization. So, for any uh further crimes that may happen, uh, I will not be a part because they didn't want to split seats with me. So I'm out. They didn't want to what? They didn't want to. They didn't want. They didn't want to play split seats with me. You know, split the money up. Oh, let it trickle down to me. Okay. All right. Yeah, so I'm out. If I don't get a dollar, you can't get a dollar. Get out of here. So, and you know the 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 one thing that um, you know, I would like to say to the audience is that I firmly believe that no matter what you believe, uh, you, you know that uh, if you're 
Now I see. I don't. I don't want to use this term because I don't know a lot about the foundation of it. But humanism. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that humanism is practiced by people who may not subscribe to believing in a higher power or a maybe yeah. a sentient higher power. Um, yeah, there's people that will identify with what you're saying, yeah. But at the same time, there's people that... The higher power would be community, yeah. would be family, would be... But anyway, um, anybody of any faith whatsoever, I don't believe that uh, you can practice your faith by yourself. Of course um, not. There are people who say, I don't have to go to a church to pray. Of course you don't. But if you're going to practice some kind of spiritual discipline, some kind of uh, spiritual way, some kind of spiritual religion, uh, you have to be in community with people. And mm-hmm. there's, I mean, I, people may debate it with me, uh, but uh, I have yet to be convinced that a wholesome spirituality can be accomplished by oneself. And um, that being said, that um, I'm not sharing what I'm sharing to dissuade anybody from associating with a church or some kind of organized religion. Um, but I'm sharing it because I feel I want to share it. And, um, you know, that as as I've as I've indicated, that um african methodism uh you know a big portion of my spirit believes uh is a is a great faith and in a in a, a great denomination that serves the lord and the scriptures well but mm-hmm. uh at its at its present inception um I really view it as a mere extension of the Democratic Party. And uh, mm-hmm. when I when I listen to different colleagues preach MSNBC talking points from the pulpit and encouraging uh, their congregations to hate on Vladimir Putin, uh, I really I really question uh, the direction that the AME Church has gone. Yeah. You know, one of the bishops now is a member of the uh, the Democratic National Committee. I mean, is he going to be there to speak truth to power, or is he there to uh, further have political access? Mm-hmm. I understand that political access is important uh, for the African American community, but is but I question at the expense of the ethics. Uh, and the moral teachings of the scriptures uh, as question mark. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything and you, to you, say? You, no, you actually bring up a good point, and I was going to touch on the um, part about religion. And um, as somebody who is does not like religion, you know, um, I you know I follow God and and I believe in God and 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 I would say His sacrifice for what He has done. And, and and I agree with you about the um religion you know religious organizations for me right I I just can't I can't follow that I can't um I I have 
I absolutely not have not seen any man lead anybody in my in my years on this planet to the right in the right ways. Um, there's always there's always somebody of power using the power in the wrong way, demonstrating how to use power in the wrong way. Um, so I agree with the communion. I think that, like for myself, it was more important is finding a church and a community, a community within your area that you can just go in and talk to people and socialize with. Um, it doesn't have to be something where we uh, have to, you know, bring our politics involved and anything. You know, it's not the place for that. What's the place is that we we pass scriptures and we teach each other's lessons and um. You know, the best part about going to church is talking to somebody who lives, who have lived a longer life to me and hearing their stories, hearing how they accomplish their goals or um, change for the better for themselves and their family. That's the most impressive part about having a um, family in your area. And I, I I definitely encourage anyone and everyone to, to find that. So, um, yeah, I spoke to you yesterday saying that... Uh... That the news this past week, oh, good lord, it's just overwhelming. Uh, there's yes. just so much going on. I kind of enjoy though, just a follow up from uh, last week where we focused on um, the uh, threat to arrest uh, Matt Taibbi. Um, that uh, uh, Elon Musk has cut Matt Taibbi loose when it comes to the Twitter files. Um, they did not see eye to eye, uh, over Substack. And let me explain, uh, Matt Taibbi, uh, publishes a lot of his columns on Substack and was publishing the Twitter files on Twitter because of the arrangement that he would be, have access to the documents, but he had to but he had to publish them on uh Twitter. So apparently Elon Musk wanted Matt Taibbi to quit Substack because Musk viewed Substack as a threat to Twitter. And uh wanted Taibbi to bring all his stuff over to Twitter, uh, but, he, you know, that would be bringing his payment systems over to Twitter, too. This is, you know, Substack allows Matt Taibbi to, uh, uh, you know, charge a fee for his work. So Matt Taibbi's argument was that any perception that he was being paid by Twitter to publish the Twitter files would discredit the Twitter files, which mm -hmm. I, I think is a pretty sound and ethical argument. No, it's a uh, great argument. Mm -hmm. But Musk didn't see it that way. Uh, so uh, Taibi does have, a, still has a trove of documents that, um, he has plenty yet to report on. It's just that he's not going to get anything new going forward. Um, so I, I was very disappointed with Elon Musk. Uh, he rubbed me enough the wrong way. Pause. Um, for me to cancel my blue subscription 
So the village idiot dash rich is losing its check mark. And when the check mark disappears, uh, I think I'm just going to go back to Rich Moran Jr. And, uh, you know, the handle stays the same. That's at Rev Rich Moran Jr. So that's going to yeah. stay the same. But I'm just, you know, the title on the page will probably say Rich Moran Jr. Something like that. I'm getting rid of the village idiot. Oh man, I'm gonna bring it back in a different way. We gotta go to we gotta go to TikTok now. We gotta bring the village idiot to the TikTok. I yeah, think well, I, need blow to, it. I need to get uh, some clips on TikTok. I'm you, working you, on that. You really do. You gotta we gotta bring the village idiot to TikTok. Um, you know it's so funny because I'm just thinking to myself. So Elon just can't make friends and keep them. No, like this he's... is this, like this. Like, he basically told his friend, "You need to give me your Capri Sun. <laughs> give me your." Capri Sun, you bastard. He's like, I can't give you my Capri Sun. It's my Capri Sun. He's like, now I'm the only one you may be giving Capri Suns. Yo, Elon is a big baby. Like, he's like falling into that Trump thing. And I don't know if it's because like people with money um are just like this. Or maybe that's just the truth. But he he you have one friend. He was making Twitter really popping and fun to be on. Um and he taking it personal because of Substack. I mean, I don't understand. Like you, it's obvious when Elon responds like this. Like I don't want competitors. It's so funny. It's just like, yeah, we're we're definitely not a democracy. We we want like that. We try to everybody. Every rich person is all trying to monopolize everywhere. They don't want no competitive. Even though competitors are really good for them, they don't see it that way. They want to be yeah, the gods. I mean, of Substack their world. is one of the one of the platforms that promises uh, free speech. Yeah. So, I mean, we've already seen that, that Musk, you know, when he doesn't like something, uses the fact that Twitter is a private company to shut things down or to, you know, uh, shout over somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, he can't provide right now and presently tie our, Musk can't provide what Substack is providing. Yeah, because he's on it twenty four seven, writing like he's uh it, like it's his freaking diary. But then like he's just basically been throwing tantrums. I like yeah. him, but he's well, been throwing I prefer like actual it this way tantrums. Anyway, I the mean, I prefer it, well as opposed to what it used to be. I yeah, I can see you what, know. Yeah. I mean, like the yeah. Atlantic Council moderating yeah. content. Yeah, you know, uh, I see what you mean. You know, people like Harry Kissinger, people from foreign governments, the Saudis. Mm-hmm. You know, deciding what's going to get censored and what's going to stay on. Yeah, I so, see your point. You know, we got to put we got to put up with you know this billionaire who's on the spectrum who acts like a baby from time to time. I mean, he's pick, definitely on a spectrum. Pick your poison. I I'd rather deal with Elon Musk. Than to deal with uh, the Atlantic Council, Saudi Arabia, uh, you know all these spooks from the um, the intelligence community. Uh, you know, I mean, these are our choices now. Yeah, and He's Matt Taibbi said he thing. was sad over it. You know, he goes, "I'm sad over it. I like Elon." You know. Yeah. So you know, there's something about you know the the interactions that Matt Taibbi, who I trust. Uh, yeah, 
you know, to do good journalism, said I like the guy. Elon is just a guy, apparently, that, like, when you have his friendship, you have to agree with everything he does. Friendship means agreeing, being agreeable, and I mean, supporting I have every have endeavor. like that. Ew. Yeah, fr- well, you know, friends Ew. that are, are are good at are, are good at throwing their weight around. Um, but you know, you 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 you, you it's a decision. You 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 see the, the you see the things that make them attractive as a friend, mm-hmm. and you know you recognize you know we all have down downfalls. So do the does the. Uh, do the positives overshadow the 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 downfalls? I mean, it's a choice. I get, I get it, but the idea of somebody who's like, if me and you are doing business, and you just say, "Mo, I really don't agree with that business decision. I'm not going to be a part of that." I will not sit there and go, ah, "You don't want to give me a hundred No, it's not. I don't know why I did that voice, but it's not that serious to me. It's like, okay, you decided not. I have to find a different investor or you don't want to work. I'll find somebody else. Maybe I'll give somebody else a good opportunity. But to to throw away a friendship or a friendly situation, as it as even Max says, he's sad about it. Um, annoys me. It just bothers me. I don't like people like that. It just, just disgusts me because if Elon really wants friends, he needs friends that he needs people around him that disagrees with him. Yeah, Those wanted, are your I best mean, friends. Yeah, I just wanted to mention um, the black socialists that have been <laughs> indicted for being conspirators with Russia. Yeah. Um, I don't have a lot of information on that, but uh, basically what happened, uh, the federal government has got an indictment against this uh, socialist organization of uh, mm. African-Americans who are socialists, they've been uh, pretty much uh, promoting the same ideas for decades. Uh, One of the people is 80 years old. Uh, The feds showed up and raided their house. Um, And now they're, because they took money from uh, somebody who was Russian, um, I don't know if they were part of the Russian government or not. It was, I guess, a few hundred dollars. So they could go, uh, they could travel in America and promote their ideas. Uh, they are, they've been indicted for, uh, I think, conspiring with a foreign government or something like that. Uh, of course. So we're going to, so we're going to do things like this, you know. Different and, uh, people with different opinions arrested, actually did no harm, just have different thoughts. We got to put them away. Wow, this sounds familiar like 10 years ago. Being trans was evil and we should throw you away. But now that is legal and you're part of the Democratic Party, you are equals. Anybody else that don't have the same political views as us or subscribe shall stay locked up in prison because that is human rights. That's great. America. That's perfect. What happened? <laughs> that was perfect. That was absolutely perfect. It, it, and it fits on with, with the direction that we're going to go in in just a little bit. Um, uh, so, uh, Mo, uh, I, do you have an opinion on Don Lemon getting fired? 
Oh my god. <laughs> For those that don't know who Don Lemon is, Don Lemon uh was a uh news anchor with uh CNN. Uh used to be on night. Uh he was moved to a morning spot with uh two other anchors. Uh and now he is fired. <laughs> Listen, every every negative thing his co-workers have said, like him saying that uh that the one lady, I don't know her name, uh she's like she was past her prime and all those comments of uh of being upset. He it, it just oh, sounds no, that was Nikki Haley. That was Nikki Haley who was running for president. That uh that he made the comment said that uh she was past her prime. She's in her fifties. Oh, <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, um, <laughs> she's dead already. <laughs> she's dead already. Um, I mean, uh, if, so, if Nikki Haley is past her prime <laughs> to run for president, what the heck is Biden? I mean, <laughs> he is. He's degrading in front. He's like falling and degrading into in front of us. That's what's the happening. Full rot. Every day. De- Full rot, like, like he is like his skin is gonna peel right on the next time he's on camera. <laughs> Mr. Lemon was, uh, he's a he's a funny guy. Um, he he was recently starting to really speak up, and he does a well job of speaking up for the black community in the most basic terms, right? Um, what's fair with dating? He talks about like some of the issues black men have been facing in our issues so he's he's been touching on some really important subjects for men he's been actually um i'm I'm gonna say a good thing and i'm gonna say a positive but i gotta say my good thing first i said a good thing and a positive a good thing and a negative um he's been doing a lot of speaking up for the black men and i've been actually happy to hear it because he has a large platform and he uh he's he's been He's been raising his voice and he's saying, you know, as a gay man, he's actually saying things that like, hey, I notice these things and I don't even date you women. And, you know, so, you know, if, if I notice these things, there's a problem. Um, And I appreciate him, you know, trying to encourage our community to come together and see eye to eye as black people and seeing that things are not always as black and white and actually attacking statistics the correct way. Um... But uh, the negative part, at all, before I get to that, I think he's going to do great outside of CNN. I think we're going to get a very interesting Dom Lennon. And I think he he's one of those men that I think that is going to, if he plays his cards right, truly does, truly does. He can be a powerhouse for whatever sec. Like if if he stays to black values, continue to do black values, um pointing out you know he he has the skills that's necessary that can be used well and he's a well-spoken man um if he plays his cards right and choose carefully where he wants to go he can really help the narrative and help the black community start taking accountability uh, no i no, just he's... found him to be unlikable um you know, and uh, during the, one of the correspondence dinner, he was a subject of one of the comedians' joke, and he gave the comedian the finger. Um, you know, that said to me that he had very that he had very thin skin, and uh, you know, then I read an article. He's a gay about, black man. 
Yeah, I read an article about uh, some advances <laughs> that he made uh, to a waiter. I think it was a waiter. And when the waiter wasn't interested, he got quite upset that the waiter didn't really know who he was. I mean, that could, you know, that could be true or not. Like everybody else with millions of dollars on TV, he got offended. Yeah. I mean, gay, straight, lesbian. Uh, Alan Durant, like we like like I, would, I don't I don't think um but during the during the Ferguson um <laughs> protests uh he uh he, he like <laughs> he like transformed into this hysterical mother hen um yeah. and was uh you know a kind of squealing at the female reporter that was on the ground to get out of there and to keep herself safe and she was looking into the camera like what is the matter with you i'm a reporter i'm reporting the story i'm not going anywhere uh which may yeah. be you know maybe some of the misogynism he's accused of at work uh um can gay men be misogynist yeah well it depends on what you say <laughs> and how you treat women yeah uh you know. You know, I mean, a gay man can just as easily say to a woman as a straight man, get yourself in the kitchen. I know it sounds. I know it sounds like ridiculous to ask that question. I, I get some people like, why the hell would you? Of course. Listen, what I. There's nobody well, that's not going to get it. Well, I'm a glad quick that you. Wink. I'm glad that you shared the perspective that you shared while you were just saying how he articulated uh, black issues, especially for black men. I, I was saying to myself, well, I'm glad that we have a well-rounded uh, critique of Don Lemon because I've never really cared for him that much. Um, so uh, what else was in the news? Well, at least was on the news uh, that I listened to is um, that the, uh, uh, the Russians uh, have now uh, created what is called a full cauldron around uh, Bakhmut, meaning that uh, the Ukrainian forces in Bakhmut are fully surrounded with no way to get out. And uh, if you haven't been following the war in Ukraine, that uh, there's been a lot of fighting at this town called Bakhmut for a long time and probably will continue to be a lot of fighting. Um, at uh, For quite a long time, uh, throughout the winter that uh, that location was called a meat grinder. And uh, from the people that uh, I listened to, mainly from the Duran that report on the war, uh, most of the meat that was being ground, which is a, a term from the West, not from the Russians, um, were, were uh, Ukrainian soldiers. And uh, so uh, there are still people talking that uh, it's likely that this war is going to go on for another year, at least, before it's over. Uh, but the uh, Russians continue to make gains. And uh, for those that believe that the believe the mainstream media that the Russians, uh, the Russian army, uh, is disorganized, that the leadership doesn't know what it's doing. Um, you know, if you want to believe that stuff, then then go ahead. Uh, there are 
uh, some serious independent journalists that uh, you can listen to uh, that uh, um, will uh, report the work of people on the ground that will report Mm -hmm. uh ukrainian and russian sources uh some mainstream sources and then they explain their uh reasoning as to why they think something is credible or not credible or could be true or not true and uh you know i would just say from my experience that uh, uh these people um have been accurate because every so often the mainstream media uh, like the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Wall Street Journal catches up and starts reporting uh, some of the narratives that had been reported two months before, a month before, two weeks before. You know, they 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 come at certain intervals, admitting, uh, you know, what the what seems to be the the truth on the ground. Hmm. Um. So the, the Ukrainians, as of now, are um, exhausted. Um, they uh, Their numbers are dwindling quickly. Uh, it's been reported that they're out of ammunition. Uh, so we'll see what happens. And, and, that, and that's my response to those people that call me a conspiracy theorist, is that we'll see what happens. Um, what's going to happen is that you're going to be coming back to this channel and being like, oh, he knows things that I don't know. And now you're going to be subscribing and liking and then following us. Right. Because we're going to be right. And what's more important is that, like, if you're going to watch, um, you know, what's that? What's that? What's that uh, a channel that uh, that that just lost money? Uh, Seven point five million. Uh, uh, they just tell the truth everywhere you go. Uh, uh, I think it, it has a related name to an animal. Uh, man, what is that? Three letters, three letters. Oh, in Fox. <laughs> well, that's where I wanted to land. <laughs> the firing of Tucker Carlson. Huge. Huge news. Big news. Big news. Um. It's really bad news, uh, regardless of all the so-called liberal people in my life that are just as happy as clams. Um, it's really bad news. He was the only person in mainstream that was allowing dissenting voices on the air. Yeah, even though he was a lying piece of crap publicly. Now, why do why do you say that? Because he was he was the one also reporting the Dominion things. He was also once he was also defending the Trump administration. Uh, Trump administration when they were saying, "Oh, voting, 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 voting." You know, him so, and uh, a lot of his colleagues were so sitting Glenn there. Greenwald the other night played a clip of him questioning that narrative on the air. Did he? Which part? Yeah. Where does this be after a few months? Well, it was at the time when when people were questioning the election. Right after the 2020 election, Donald Trump was telling his followers that the voting machines were manipulated for fraud. And Tucker Carlson wanted to know whether it was true. He wasn't willing to affirm it just because he knows his audience wanted to hear it. So he was trying to get Sidney Powell, the leading proponent of this view, to come on his show and present her evidence. He was open-minded. He kept saying, let me see the evidence. 
And she refused to come on her, his program, refused to present her evidence in any forum, and so he went on the air and said the opposite of what 95% of American liberals believe he said. He told his audience that there's no evidence that's been presented for this, and until there is, nobody should believe it. Listen to him do this on November 19, 2020. But she never sent us any evidence, despite a lot of requests, polite requests, not a page. When we kept pressing, she got angry and told us to stop contacting her. When we checked with others around the Trump campaign, people in positions of authority, they told us Powell has never given them any evidence either, nor did she provide any today at the press conference. Powell did say that electronic voting is dangerous, and she's right. We're with her there. But she never demonstrated that a single actual vote was moved illegitimately by software from one candidate to another. Not one. So why are we telling you this? We're telling you this because it's true. Yeah. But what so, happened when I, they? I, I, but I, what happened? I, I haven't delved into the Dominion, so I don't know. But you know, my thing with him is why, you know, whether it's a power trip from Fox where they're like, look, you can have your opinions on some things, but on other things you can't. When they when they recover those text messages, and publicly he had not he oh Trump 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 Trump, and then secretly he's like, I hate this idiot. You know, it's it's disturbing. It's disturbing yeah. as a you yeah. know as a watcher to see a reporter, um, somebody that's supposed to be honorable and just and ju fair, have to play just be clearly paid by the system. His wishy washy. I'm not on Trump side. I'm on Trump side, and da 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 da. I'm just it's just a job to me. So I'm gonna say whatever I say on air, but privately, I don't like this man. I have a problem with that. I don't need. I do not need my anchorman, reporters, journalists. I don't need you flip flopping. Okay. Don't flip flop. Not in these fields. Says in cops too. I don't need a cop flip flopping. I don't think I want to save your life today. All right, I, I have to look like, into it more. I, I just I prefer him on the air. To be honest with you, you really. Yeah. You know, it's what the what you should be happy is that Fox. Lost so much viewers. Oh my god, so much viewers. Yeah, yeah. so much viewers. It's it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And, and, and what, I, what I said to somebody this week is that far be it from me to defend Tucker Carlson because I've disliked him for years. Mm -hmm. But the fact that he was platforming Glenn Greenwald and Jimmy Dore and Tulsi Gabbard like and uh, Matt Aaron Matei, uh you know, he was having voices that he disagreed with to a certain extent on his show and letting them talk. And, My problem uh, is I don't even know if he disagreed with them. Well, he, he, he agreed on their anti-war stance. I know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, I mean, there's nobody else. There's nobody else in mainstream media that are going to let independent journalists on yeah and it's because he got else. the viewerships that it's because he got the viewerships that he got he was able to negotiate having these people on and that's fantastic but you More know Democrats with somebody like we're tucker, watching we're watching tucker than i think we're watching like msnbc that's hilarious 
Yeah. I'm definitely gonna go looking at those numbers. I, I love that the fact that that their Democrats just sitting there hating him. That's fantastic. He's doing a good job. And you know where else he's gonna do a good job in? Off the mainstream. See the one thing. See, I'm not happy that Tucker lost his job mm-hmm. for some like oh Tucker's a bad person. No, Tucker's like Don Lemon. He's a smart guy, intelligent guy who played the game of the mainstream corporate corporate phenomenal right every they played the yeah. game they got to where they got they did the thing they did the thing but you know what's fun about what's happening in the new generation of tech is we don't need big corporations no more just having the fan base and the ability to be well spoken and well like will make you that money and more take christabel and sagger for example so mm-hmm. You know when it's gonna be fun to watch Tucker when he's not being paid by Fox and mainstream media. Well, you got if a he, point. Because if he can go, out. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, because if he can sit back and he can pull himself away from the mainstream and says, "You know what? I got a few mil. You know, I'm good. Maybe I should start my own story. Maybe I can go work with somebody that actually I can actually finally speak my truth." Well, Glenn Greenwald, if that who was one of the yep, founders. Continue. Of the intercept, you know, mm-hmm. they he was trying to report on the, the Hunter Biden laptop. They told him he couldn't and he quit the intercept. Now, here's a man who had a big following. He broke the Snowden story when he mm-hmm. went completely independent, his numbers exploded. I... Tucker, believe it or not, I'd say it. I can dislike somebody's actions and I get business and I get, I'm not stupid. I know how business works. I know how corporation works. I know how money works. And when you sell your soul to try to be in the air, to make an influence, things, bad things happen. But now that they, they, the devil got rid of you. So how are you going to get your revenge, Tucker? Tucker, how are you going to get your, Tucker, look at me, Tucker, Tucker, look at me, look at me. How are you going to get your revenge? What are we gonna do to them? What are we all right, do to them? all right. We we're approaching the hour, and uh, there's Tucker. still more to do. Uh, Tucker, so let us let's burn it down to the ground. Let us Don go Lemon. to let's burn it down to the uh, ground. A book that we haven't uh, referred to in a long time, entitled "In Giggles: The Ultimate huh. Bathroom." joke book that uh we've been uh we've been really heavy on the politics lately and uh i thought that we would uh uh end with something funny are you ready mo i'm ready so um this is called terrible ways to break up with someone Terrible ways to break up with someone. Spray it, spray, it's over with weed killer on their front lawn. Wow. In the middle of that's the harsh. Lawn. That's it good though. Harsh. It is good. <laughs> this I love this one. I don't know if you'll get it. Make Delilah do it. Oh yes, yes. Farewell, Delilah. Yep. You know who Delilah is? Well, I know the song. Is is, a, is there another name? No, there's another... a there's a woman. Her name is Delilah. She has this show, and she 
she reads you know, like all these emotional and sappy uh you know uh wishes of love and affection and she plays music I'm, for people i never knew this it's actually it just it, people make fun of delilah but i actually feel good when i listen to her and i don't She's listen to her you. often but i probably should listen to her more mm-hmm. but but delilah <laughs> but delilah would normally would normally like um you know play a song for somebody's anniversary um and celebrate you know a relationship uh she doesn't she doesn't do breakups so th- th- i thought that was kind of funny that's funny okay um, so for those that knew it, I hope you you found it though. Okay, all right. Um, Terrible ways to break up with someone uh, during your Oscar acceptance speech. That'd be great. <laughs> Will Smith should do it. Um, last time I last time I was here, last time I got a reward, I smacked a man. This time, I'm asking for a divorce. <laughs> Terrible ways to break up with someone. Fake your own death. Oh, that's awesome. You know, that was my thought when I was like 13. I was like, if I really hate a woman, I'm definitely faking my death. I knew that at 12, 13 years old. That's something Gritty would do so he wouldn't have to actually face the person and break up with him. Yo, that's that's so true. (laughs) He would do that in a heartbeat. He would be out. He would he would deliver us uh, uh little flip phones for emergencies. Like, don't ever call me on your regular phone. <laughs> so this one's a little vile. Use their toilet, don't flush it, and leave a card on a seat that said, This is what I'm doing to you. <laughs> it is kind of that's funny. great. That's that's great. I had to view it. I had to picture it, sadly, but it was great. All right. Uh, Terrible ways to break up with someone. Write a book and tell them in the dedication. That's a great way. That's a great way. (laughs) You just have to make a lot of effort. You just have to make sure that they had no rights to credit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can't do that. Jasmine is literally going to be my editor. Okay. All right. (laughs) Terrible ways to break up with someone. Hire a barbershop quartet and break it to them in the song. That's fire. Yeah. That's great. I see a bunch of black men singing like 112. (laughs) (laughs) So terrible ways to break up with someone during sex. Yeah, that's pretty mean. That's not horrible. That's just rude. That that's pretty mean. How about at their parents' house on Thanksgiving? You wow. <laughs> you you did it because you hate the entire family. Yeah, you that, you that had probably, to hate the father. Yeah. You had to hate the entire family. They must have gave you such a hard time. For those three years, you must have just hated on with you. He was like, you know what? I could kill you all, but I don't want to go to prison. This is the next best thing. <laughs> that makes sense to me. Terrible Should've ways to break up with someone. Give them a scrapbook album filled with all of your worst 
moments together. Would we be better? Is all the pictures you secretly took with your new girl? Oh man, that's that is. <laughs> Terrible ways to break up with someone. Tell them a knock knock joke. Knock knock. Who's there? Us. Us who? Us is through. Get out. <laughs> so I'm assuming you're the one that owns the house. Good. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, terrible ways to break up with somebody. Order a cake and have them write we're done on top in icing. Is I right? Very 21 year old. 18, 16 year old How about on a Valentine? Not really. Eh. Nah, that's uh, not good enough either. How about have a skywriter? That's just that's funny because you have to pay a lot of money. <laughs> I can just see that in the hood. <laughs> just have a plane flying in the project. Hey, are we done, shorty? <laughs> hey, yo, your man broke with you, man. Disrespectful. That would get so many laughs. Yo, you just, oh, you don't want to be that girl or guy in New York City. Terrible ways to break up with somebody. Go to a sporting event, hold up a sign on the Jumbotron that says, I'm leaving you. That's great. That's great. Because first of all, you got money. Right? You got money and time to do that. So that means you got somebody in the background. So this is, you might as well leave. And the last one. Give them a t-shirt printed with the message, I'm single and I'm ready to mingle. So white. We end the episode the same way every time with a prayer. Father God, I just want to say thank you for uh, Mo. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to come together and to do this podcast. Now, Lord, I, I lift a prayer for myself that, God, I ask that you be with me over the next two weeks as I make a uh, transition uh, from... Uh, the Amy Church to uh, the Catholic Church of North America. And that, God, I ask that you be with all the people uh, that uh, I was ministering to, all the people that I will minister in the future. And that, Lord, I just lift up a prayer of thanks for all the people that did support me within the AME Church. That, Lord, I know that uh, when Jesus comes back, that uh, he is prepared to meet his bride, the church, without blemish, and that we have a long way to go. So I ask that you be with each and every one of us that believes in you, guide our steps, and that, Lord, may we live like, as, as, as much as we can, may we live like Jesus Christ himself. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good night.
ないよ。